take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. God damn it, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) You're such a fuck. You're such a fuck. So, it's even worse. It's even worse. The fake countdown is so much worse. Yeah, apparently Tom's New Year's resolution is to fake countdown. Uh, in case you're all confused, uh, <laughs> this isn't like every other podcast in the world where they hear their intro and they know where to start talking. It's the uh, truth. We, we hear nothing. <laughs> we just have a producer who says, okay, go. <laughs> and sometimes he, give us a, he gives us a countdown. Sometimes he doesn't. We never know what it's going to be. And this week he gave us... Uh, 36 okay. minutes in. Yeah, is ready? <laughs> Three, go. Three, so. go. <laughs> there to you be go. fair, the the troll in me love, loved it a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, just, uh, I don't know. Anyway, it's fucking 2017. Woo! Yeah, uh, we survived that one. Yeah. Fuck. In case you don't already know, we are from the pit. Yes. I'm Frank, joined by uh, Phil and Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, yep. No Ron this year. So no, far. not yet. <laughs> it's, it's so far been He'll a Ron for a year. Two or three appearances. Yep, yeah, maybe appearances. We'll, we'll catch him sometime in like July. Um, <laughs> so, a lot of bullshit happened in 2016. Yeah. Uh, we're doing something a little different tonight. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about all of the good shit that happened in 2016, which uh, was a lot. It's hard to remember, but yeah, when you look back on it, it was an awesome year if you're into anything heavy, like oh, yeah. anything at all. There were so many fucking great albums. To be fair, <clears throat> when there's sh- shit just going around in the world, obviously extreme and heavy music is going to thrive. Oh, absolutely. It's uh, It's kind of... It's yeah, it's like fucking South Park. They'll never stop because it's just it's all based off suck. of current events. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, they're still gonna be do, doing seasons of South Park when we're like fucking ninety. Oh, yep, humanity <laughs> is still not fixed itself. Ah, <laughs> uh, so uh, that being said, we're doing we're each doing all three of us is doing a top Strap list. In. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll probably be. Um, I totally thought I, I meant to fucking talk to you guys about this ahead of time, but as as always happens, I'm now talking to you on air about the format the show. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe uh, maybe we should each do our ten through six, then do brutal brews, and then do five through one. Oh, now that won't be confusing for them. Why would it be confusing? Wow, you uh, wow, you're really harsh on the audience. That's- uh, is our audience that dumb? No, no, that sure. They can't no. handle a break in the in the list. <laughs> well, here all we right, go. Right. I'm good. I'm good. That sounds fine. <laughs> I'm just so. I'm, just I'm, a momentary concern. I'm so confused. As Very to what condescending. Was a, what was such a big? I don't know. I don't. I don't understand the conflict. Maybe it's because I'm confused. <laughs> it could be. Hey, it could be. So ten through six. Yeah, um, I figure we'll alternate each to our ten, each to our nine. You know, so forth and so on. Okay. As opposed to just having one person go like, there's 10, 9, 8, sure, 7, yeah. 9. Yeah. Give it a little bit more of a build-up to each person's. Uh, no, that's, that, that works. So, 
who would like to start this uh this shit off? Ooh. Um Let me let me see here. I pull out my scroll. And yeah. uh, just so everyone's aware, we didn't dis- we talked almost not at all about our list prior Normally to Normally we like to choreograph our discussions a little bit and we don't we don't always manage to, but this time we wanted to go and definitely blind we we yeah we wanted the reaction on air uh which it, it, it makes an extra shame that ron's not here because i don't know i don't know if, if fallout boy or panic at the disco <laughs> had a new release but i'm sure it would have been somewhere on his list um <laughs> ron if you're listening i'm sorry i'm sorry that you're a fallout boy fan we say these things <laughs> oh <laughs> my god we miss you, Ron. from the heart yeah <clears throat> All right. So Frank, I take it that's uh that's you. Yeah. You wanna, you wanna roll? I'll start us off. Okay. Well number ten. Remember uh a few weeks ago I was talking about goat blood. Yeah. On December twenty fourth, so towards the end of twenty sixteen, <whistles> they dropped uh Veneration of Armageddon, which is an eighteen track, thirty six <laughs> minute fucking oh my goodness, just you've got elements of black metal of death metal, some points even grindy. I was going to say, there has to be if it's 18 tracks in 36 exactly. minutes. Yeah. There's yeah. got to oh, be. Oh, yeah. And you've got, we're talking some some beautiful uh, beautiful names as well to go along with this. Uh, let me just pull this up. We've got, you know, Congregation of Suicidal Ceremony. You've got Grueling Forces Fisting Jesus. <laughs> Satan fucks the universe. <laughs> Sex craving witch cunt. <laughs> Lamb hymen virgin booster. Okay, okay, okay. Oh my god. And it's fucking. It's like they were playing the game we played before our video shows. Exactly. Oh like my it, god, that's incredible. But it's fucking. It's heavy. It's <clears throat> surprising for being as like grindy as it's really fucking catchy as well with it. And God, I, I can't wait for the vinyl to come in. Oh word. That's like, awesome. I've been stuck with listening to it on my phone, but yeah. it, you it, at least have some good headphones for that. No, of course <laughs> not. <laughs> he went out and got the Walmart fucking earbuds. And yeah, then pretty threw much them on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make them better. <laughs> it's called modding. Had some crunch to them. Anor- <laughs> Track seventeen, <laughs> anorexic goat chick. I what? Anorexic goat. Chic or chick? Chick. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, it's a... Uh, yeah. Mary's happy <clears throat> enema. I'd, just, I'd rather it be happy. Yeah. I'd much Man, rather. I, but they've, okay. uh, they've come away from their, like, lo-fi recording to... This is a little bit more proper. Okay. Okay. Mm. Does it suit them? Yeah. Cool. Uh, it's... Some bands it doesn't fuck. work. No, Some bands it doesn't work once you make that change. So that that was my number ten. Okay, uh, Mike, you want to go or should I? Um, I'll take it. All right, cool. So in April, <coughs> we talked about the Cult of Luna coming back around and releasing Mariner with Julie Christmas. Yes. And I thought that album was unique. And heavy as fuck. So, definitely wanted to include that one. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, I don't know. Cool. It, it's if cool. You, you don't have to have like a, a five paragraph thing for band no. number ten. Um, if you're not familiar with Cult of Luna, uh, they've been releasing sludgy, like down tempo music for a <coughs> long time. I think like around 2002. Ooh. So they've been doing it, and uh, Julie Christmas has been in the scene. So it's really, it's a cool thing. Word. Uh, so for my number 10, I tried to avoid as much as I could having anything short of a full length on here. Um, but for the 10th spot, I wanted to definitely show some fucking hometown love. And I think, uh, one of the bands that really stood out the most to me this year was fucking Eaten Alive. Oh, was they, that this year? Yeah. They exploded. Ugh exploded onto the fucking scene uh played shows fucking everywhere um and just super fucking high energy i mean it's like it's what i i think of when i think of a fucking hardcore show and there's plenty of great bands out there i was gonna say throwbacky as fuck yeah but in the best way i think uh for for being you know fucking and not that um i mean everyone fairly certain everyone involved in the band has been in other bands, uh, just this combination seems to work best for all of them. So they're fucking awesome. Uh, if you haven't heard them, you can hear their demo at eatingalivehc.bandcamp.com. Check them out. If you're in the Philly area, they'll most certainly be playing a show sometime soon. Uh, I was actually fucking, I was kind of pissed. I was working. New Year's Eve when they did the matinee mm-hmm. at like 3 p.m. So I wanted to catch that, but I did not. That's right. <clears throat> there was like show palooza the last weekend. Yeah, it was crazy, and I didn't make it to any of them. Yeah, it happened. <laughs> it's, it's holidays. Holidays are holidays rough. Holidays are rough. They are. They are. But uh, yeah, so that's my number 10. Uh, Frank, back to you. All right. So my number nine, we're not going to ease up on the heaviness at all here. So, a cassette I bought uh, a few months ago, actually, um, is a split, not a split, I'm sorry, a collaboration between two bands, Baphometic Dawn and Unexamined, with the album Against the World, Against Life. So right there, you can tell, we're, uh, we're getting some brutal shit. <laughs> it's a collaboration between a black metal band and a harsh noise band, creating this, like, filthy nasty like black and punk makes sense it is and it is it's definitely harsh it does not ne- it never lets up it just crushes you and rips you apart even as some of the uh they describe it as slate wiping noise black death punk no acquisitions <laughs> no pleasure no judges no warship warship or worship warship no worship, like no, like O, not A. Yeah. Okay. Like you know the whole. I was hoping no, for the A. No like, masters, no gods. Gotcha. Yeah. Like yeah. Very very crusty black metal. Yeah, and it's fucking awesome. That's definitely been one of my uh, listening to again and again in my room. Especially in this. Uh, pleasurable 2016 we've had yeah <laughs> yeah all the year <laughs> a doozy 
Mm. Ah. So I guess that's me, huh? Yeah. Yeah. you. <laughs> so for number nine, I'm, I was last minute attempted to change this because I'm sure this is going to get covered, but I chose Vector's Terminal Redux. Nice. So. Right on. Yeah. I mean, we we talked about it before the show, but it. I can't pick Nylithia. So this was like <laughs> the next yeah, best thrash Hyper album Thrash heard. was 2015. And yeah, and uh, <clears throat> Iron Reagan didn't drop their new one yet. No, and that's not taking anything away from Vector. I didn't get the f- like the real chance to become intimate with it, but when I listened to it a few times, it's really fucking good. It's it represents thrash in maybe the best way possible this oh, year. Oh, absolutely. Uh, no question. Mhm. Word. Wow. At number nine, though, I wouldn't have expected that one. Mm. But it's still on your list. Where did I just... I just lost my number nine. Oh. I am going to slightly ease up on the heaviness. Um, But I can't think of an album that I've listened to more times than this this year. Uh... So at number nine, I have Angel Dust, Rock the Fuck On Forever. Nice. Yeah. Um, a little bit more upbeat mm-hmm. than a lot of the stuff you're going to hear on this list. <clears throat> but um, there's just something awesome about that fucking record. And they've been they've been fantastic since they've started. Um, super fucking catchy with surprisingly dark subject matter. Yeah. I mean, uh, if you if you haven't heard them, go check them out. I mean, their entire discography comes up to it, it's under forty minutes. <laughs> so, and you can find that particular album at popwigrecords.bandcamp.com. Uh, it's good shit. I think I saw them like three or four times this year. So, a lot nice. of fun live. Terminal Redux is on Bandcamp, right? Yeah. Yeah. So is uh, Mariner by. Uh, Cult of Luna. So, easy, Ev- easy Google search. Everything I've said is on Bandcamp, except for I don't know if the Baphometic Dawn Unexamined collab is. I got that from Analog Warship. Okay. Word. Okay. Well, I figure um, I didn't want to throw all of this up on the Trello uh, yeah. to have it in the, mm-hmm. the episode listing, but I figure once the episode's been out for a little bit, we can throw up all of our list with the uh the links to all of the albums on facebook true yeah so it's a good idea yeah so we'll just have everyone throw that together and we'll post it uh frank yes what you got at eight? Oh, so for number eight a uh a jersey band we got jersey jersey jersey, jersey. yeah we've got easy we've got cognitive with deformity nice yeah yeah, uh, I didn't hear that one at all yet. Oh, I'll I'll, I'll play some when we're done. It's so anyone who hasn't listened to Cognitive, you should first of all. That's be, true. It's they always tear down Harpers. Oh my God, it's like technical death metal with all of the grooviest breakdowns. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's one of those things where I haven't heard that album enough to have really played around with it on the list and i also figured you're a much uh 
you're much more familiar with them. Mm-hmm. I, I knew they were going to end up on somebody's list. It would make sense. So good. Like, I'm, I feel like of the three of us, I am the, I guess the, <coughs> the one who listens to the, the breakdowny stuff, like, the least. But, like, <laughs> the breakdowny stuff. Cognitive, just fucking, when they do it, I'm like, ooh, ooh, that's good right there. <laughs> Something's going to die. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that was actually something that shocked Son me about my bitch. list this year. Is there's breakdowny bands there, but Fuck. I just remembered an album that I don't think made it onto my list. <laughs> That's, That's why, after it's gonna happen. After we run through our lists, we'll... I have to I have to see if it was this year, but uh, yeah. So. But continue on. I'm gonna do some research That's... really quick. <laughs> That's That's pretty much it with uh deformity, but. God, it's it, it's so heavy and groove like groove oriented. It's it's really heavy. Like they they do like a technical like grooviness yeah. while maintaining the heavy all the way. I, soon we will have musical clips in our episodes. Just bear with us for another oh, thank week fuckers. or so. Do it, was, I, like, it was 2015. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> like at Trust one me, of the points. I th- uh, what I forget which song it is, but like when they go into like one of the fucking like groove breakdown parts, it's just him screaming, "I've seen the wasteland," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." Oh man, they put on a hell of a show. Goddamn yeah, fucking a. So for my number eight, we're gonna elect Oathbreakers, Raya. Thank God. Yeah, I know. Uh, nice. Like I was just I was sitting here thinking, like I was like. I hope Oathbreaker, because, yeah. Dude, that band fucking rules. They've been evolving with every release. It was that one song that really hooked me to them, the groovy one that sounded more stoner sludge. That was their first album. That was two albums ago. So, Raya um, definitely isn't that album. But that's not that's not to say that's bad, or that fans of the first album shouldn't definitely listen to this. It's just... They're exploring different areas, um, the same passions there, and you guys know it's like a blackened, um, <laughs> it's, it's got a lot going on. It's not just, I guess, really easily put into one category, no, but it's definitely it's blackened. That's, once again, that's always the, the great thing about the time that we live in, is that we have all these genres mixing and yeah like yeah well it's a lot of the old uh and we've talked about this before i think there's a there's an episode where we went pretty in depth on the on the youtube show about um purism yeah in metal and how it's kind of disappearing thank god because it's i i mean look if 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 we kept thrash as just thrash then all look at look at Slayer's career, that yep. would be everything. So fucking uh, yeah, but I un- know like to be <laughs> fair though, like when we like everyone says about Slayer, like it's always the same. It like you can hear the difference in their albums. Sure, yeah, oh yeah, no, I'm not saying there's no difference, but at the same time, like it's just it there hasn't been much evolution, and if it's fine because it's Slayer, but yeah. if that was every band, it'd be awful. Oh my god. Plus, I don't always want to become, like, intimate with the band's discography before I've decided I'll like them. 
So like if you listen like that's what was hard for me with um uh Black Dahlia Murder was I had a scattershot of songs and they all sounded like way too similar for me. I, it's it's tough to approach that way. Kind of helps when there's a little bit more variance in the genre itself. I mean, Black Dahlia definitely started changing things up towards the like last two three yeah. albums, but. I, I, you know, I kind of agree, like, with the Slayer thing. Like, it's tough. <laughs> yeah. If that's all it was, that would be real fucking tough. Yes, yes, it would. All right, so I guess I'm picking up from there. Uh, at number eight. Yes. An album that I only fairly recently started uh, really becoming familiar with. Um, and I don't remember the release date. I don't have that for, like, any of these because I'm terrible. Yeah. But... You and me both. That being said, uh, my number eight is Sonoran Deprivation by Gatecreeper. Ooh. Nice. Nice. I was worried yeah. about it. Um, it. It needed to be. It's just, it's fucking old school death metal in like the best way possible. Yeah. Um, it, It's pretty fucking straightforward, but it's just good. It's just fucking good. Uh, I know they're coming around soon. I can't remember who with. Is that the... I thought they came around. Nah, I think... I think oh. they might be playing something with Creator. <clears throat> Wait, uh, uh... That might be true. Mm. They were on the Skeleton Witch Tour, I thought. That that could be it, too. I don't... Dude, I can't fucking keep track anymore. No, I think you're right. I think they're getting, they're getting around a lot. I think they might be swinging back through here. But, uh, regardless... That fucking album's awesome. Um, it's heavy. <laughs> I mean, it sounds silly to say on this show, no, but, but it's you're fucking right. heavy. It is, I listened to it yesterday. It is very old school um, for as like unknowledgeable as I am. It, yeah, that's, what it, that's the only I way mean, I can really describe it myself. If, if you're into like fucking malevolent creation and like fucking behemoth, not quite. I quite. I mean, I could see a connection, but uh, just go check it the fuck out if you haven't already. Um, Gatecreeper.bandcamp.com. Most of these are going to be pretty fucking easy to find, guys. So go listen to it and buy the fucking album. Seven seven seven. So for my number seven, which I'm only going to talk briefly about right now, um, be Mirker's Mausoleum. Very nice. Also, I think we're both relieved that you put that up there, because oh, it's so. I didn't want to. Who I, knew I, something blackened could be so beautiful sounding? Oh, well, that's what attracted me to the first album, and I didn't want to yeah. be like a fanboy, obvious piece of shit. And say, <laughs> I love this album so good. So I just, <laughs> it's like I hope someone else puts it up. <laughs> yeah, he did. I think there were like three or four episodes in a row when you're like, I don't know, I just listen to a lot of Mirka. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. No, it's fucking awesome. Um, and props, just, <clears throat> fucking props to her for. I mean, one like, regardless of your of your thoughts on things or what you've experienced, it has to be harder for her doing this i'm sure she gets a lot more fucking negative feedback what from the approach uh well from the approach but also just from being a fucking single artist female act in black metal that's fair 
that can't be easy. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's been totally fucking awesome, but I believe I remember seeing some posts from her about some shit that people had been saying. That was the fucking dumb shit American black metal fans, I thought. It's, it's, yeah, but a lot of, there's a lot of black metal purists uh, who are not going to be thrilled with it. I mean, it's rooted in, and it appeals to a base of like nationalism sometimes. But for her to, her to say, fuck it, I'm going to do what I'm going to do and then take it a step farther and do something like Mausoleum. Oh yeah. It's so fucking good. I'm glad Um, she gave that to us. That's what we, that's, that's what I was like, just give me the clean vocals. Come on. (laughs) I know, (laughs) you know what I want. (laughs) Uh, look, uh, I know she tends to be polarizing, even if it's not uh, uh, a sexist thing. A lot of people just aren't crazy about it, um, and that's fine. But I think it's it's pretty unique in in modern metal, so it's definitely worth checking out. Form your own opinion, but if it you belonged on one of our top ten, I lists. say you give me something blackened with a little bit of like folkiness to it, I'm fucking sold. Like that's yeah, I'll speak on that later I think. okay but i totally fucking agree with you like give me the the celtic cleans like the obviously celtic inspired mm-hmm. is so pretty mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so great and with the contrast of the just tortured vocals with a very really i mean let's be honest it's a very basic uh melodic drive whether it's the guitars or the acoustic Mm -hmm. So it's really, she's really carrying the entire act herself. She is. And let's not forget there's a fucking Bathory cover on there. Oh. (laughs) So uh, check it out. Don't be a fucking poser. (laughs) Or a hater. Or what I heard about 2016. (laughs) (laughs) You guys like my Instagram post? I'm not sure I saw it. Batman slapping Robin. Yes. (laughs) Good hipster. (laughs) I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to, I haven't checked my Instagram in a while. I'm gonna have to look at that. If anybody's curious, if anybody really wants to know, I'm I'm the the force behind the Instagram. So don't be shy. Talk we, to we me. We just let him let him go, and I'm always happy with what he does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, been okay with it so far. So Mike, what you got at number seven? At number seven. Did I cross it out and just move on? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I put down Every Time I Die's uh, Low Teens. Oh, shit. Yeah, pretty high up, I, I guess. But, like, to be fair, I'm trying to be fair with this list as much as I can. And I, the oh, of course. I didn't get to spend a lot of time with yet. I don't want to overhype. I got you. Oh, now, I listened to the album once through, and I really liked it. Now, I don't want to be on some sort of, like, a moonlight thing, I... like, honeymoon type thing, and just, like auto like it so i mean look man you know my feelings on the band uh i've i've heard plenty of their earlier material just never fucking did it for me and i like that album hence it's it made it on the list so there's that very uh that specific line uh, the, the one i love yeah dude that oh is it the my flower in your barrel hasn't Stop, Stop the slaughter the yet. Slaughter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God yeah. fucking damn it. It's a good it, one. It's a good 2016. one. It's like, a good job, guys. It sounds like something that came off of an old refused album. Oh. Which there are only old refused albums. Let's not <laughs> fucking let's not trip here. That one produced by Miley Cyrus's producer uh is not a refused album. <laughs> no, Eat a dick. you refuse to listen to it. Yeah. No, I heard it. It's a fucking disgrace. <laughs> oh. it's a fucking horror scene, man. 
Uh, oh, anything else? I just kind of cut you off to no, go you're on good, a rant. You're good. Um, <laughs> shit, if you're an old school fan of Every Time I Die, I know a lot of my friends around the way, you know, my friends in Garland Green and their friends are all old school Every Time I Die fans. This this, this release hit home with, with all of us. So if you're an old school fan, check it out. If you're not, if you're like Phil and you, and you hate them, Check it out anyway. I don't. I don't hate them. <laughs> I don't no, know the guy. It's no. It's personal. It's completely yeah. personal. Pieces of shit. How dare they put out music that I don't approve of? Uh, the guitarist, <laughs> I think, officially had an official wrestling ma- wrestling match. No shit. Because I don't know if you guys know, but he's been like progressively yeah. more jacked. Yeah. Yeah. No, I saw video. I was. Uh, it was ridiculous. <laughs> a ridiculous human being. <laughs> Fucking like six foot ten His lips shit house. Are tasty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we are on number seven, correct? Yes. Uh, let's see, what did I have? I was just on it. Where did it go? I know what it is, but I need to confirm because making this list was that big of a pain in the ass, guys. It like, was rough. At there home, was... I've got little strings with thumbtacks all over the wall. Oh, my God. I have, like, I had the list that I was working from initially started out as almost 50 albums. I cut it down to what's in front of me, and I didn't have the time to go through and pull everything out and sort it all nicely, so I just put stars and numbers next to the <laughs> shit. Um, <clears throat> so, at number seven, I have Full of Hell in the Body, One Day You Will Ache Like I Ache. Ooh, that's a little yeah, high. I know, I know. It's well, I mean, um, look, <laughs> that was... I've always liked Full of Hell. Um, seen them live a couple times. It didn't always do it for me, but they're solid. Blasphemy. Um, but that fucking album is... And yeah. it, having experienced it live, I mean, um, Frank and I spoke in depth at length about this album uh, multiple times now. So... If you haven't checked it out, I don't know what else I can say to get you to check it out. Just it's rest a, assured, it's, we'll, we'll talk about it again at least, it's, <laughs> at least once. It's at fucking number seven on my list. I know Mike has recently been listening to it more frequently. Oh, man. Um, yeah. So, Suffer, bitch. It's the worst thing to listen to in the morning, and that's what I when I always listen to it. It caught all of us, and it turns your entire world gray yeah. immediately. Mm-hmm. It's horrendously fucking soul-crushing and i love love it it. um any any album that has a i remember uh talking to you right before the show i was like it's like yeah there's a there's a track that makes me uh that reminds me of when i was getting my wisdom teeth uh drilled (laughs) (laughs) so uh, I didn't write down where to find that one. I'll make sure that before we put the list up on Facebook that I include a link. You can band camp it. Yeah, um, I, it shouldn't be hard to find, guys. At this point, um, hopefully you're all familiar with how to find... Type in the album name. That's how you find it on Bandcamp. It, type in... Yeah. I think you can also buy, like, I think a vinyl off, like, Cold Cuts merch, I think. Yeah, um, they usually either have, uh, like, an external link... If they mm. sell their merch outside of Bandcamp, or they just have it straight up on Bandcamp, so it's generally pretty easy to find stuff. Um, okay, so number mm. six. Number six. This is a band actually that Phil you recommended for me, and then upon hearing it, I uh, felt a little bit of love. 
used them for one of the Brutal Brews. Not this album, but we have Snake Church by Ringworm. Fucking mm. A. You want some fucking just really good, thrashy hardcore? Like, yeah. They've been doing it for how long now? Oh my god, forever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's been good since the start. I was going to say, probably... It has to be like 20 years now or close to. It, um, it, it's cool to hear the evolution too. The early stuff was super lo-fi. Yeah. Uh, it was definitely a different feel to it. But but it's just fucking aggressive and in your face. Uh, the vocals are perfect. And, and to make it even more interesting, one of the tracks from that album was in the feature full-length film, The Secret Life of Pets. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. That's awesome. There's oh, a, that's uh, right. you, there's right. a poodle that likes fucking death metal, and one of the songs that it puts on for like 30 seconds is a ringworm song. <laughs> oh, it's so good. So, um, I wanted to see that movie just for that character. <laughs> you made it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you made it into a fucking, is it Disney or Pixar? I don't fucking One of know. them. Dreamworks. Dreamworks. I, regardless, you made it into a movie that millions of small children watch with your <laughs> with your fucking satanic tinged fucking heavy metal oh my god doesn't it doesn't it really really feel good though when you're um when you see like a video with the cat the metal cat and you can like identify music oh yeah and your things and there's other people that see that and don't know what it is yeah so you're they're like you almost want to be like shut the fuck up you don't even know what's funny about this. For the plebes, that was used as a mechanism to show harsh music. For me, it's like, I know what music that is. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, so I hijacked you there, but anything else? No, that's that, that that's about it on that one. Uh, I'm not like he said about the satanic. All it makes me think about is the the intro to the, on their first album, the, <laughs> There Is No God. <laughs> And you're like, oh, god damn. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's like that. Okay, like, we're doing this. This is a fucking scene. Um, yeah, fucking A. Ringworm just, wow. I totally forgot about that album uh, being a, a, a 2016 release. Yeah. So. That's when fucking I. Fucking uh, awesome. I'm glad you caught that one. When I started listening to them, it was I picked up their first album and I picked up their most recent album and went with that. Still nice. need to fill in some gaps, but yeah, there's that's a that's a big gap. There's a lot in there. I've listened to it just now, having to own it. The funds, yeah, under I totally understandable. I'm Fucking I'm still right. two years behind. I'm just catching up on 2015's purchases. Oh, <laughs> like yesterday, man. I just bought. I was telling you guys the Unleash the Archers CD. So now I'm allowed allowing myself to listen to it. There's, there's <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's like. It's so hard to actually own all of this music, but the the key is in trying to mm. support the fucking bands. Um, well, we're just getting into a lot of bands that like definitely need the funds. Yeah. So I'm definitely tre- treating it myself as far as like I, a like you said like a gift every week. Yeah. It, it's hard for us too because you know if it's uh, even when it's just the three of us when Ron's not here, that's three new bands every week that generally we all dig. Like. So, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I can't buy fucking no. 12 albums a month. I'm uh, <laughs> Yeah, plus trying to fill out your, um, your I've old been, stuff that you I've lost. been going through, like, a tank and a half to two tanks of gas a week. 
So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well what the hell do you expect? I, I oh I, I knew this was yeah. gonna happen, but you know that, anyway. That, that's a bit of a gas is not cheap right now. No, especially we live in New Jersey for anybody that's not living currently that's with us here. Yeah, actually say, like, yeah. New Jersey. Oh, uh, but we just I thought we in the country. Well, we're not used to the the, uh, that's all we got. the Christie they tax that just they, kicked they, in. Yeah, they took it the fuck away. The tax? Well, the, no. No. The Christie tax is us catching up to the rest of the country. Oh. And we're still behind. Hmm. Fucking Pennsylvania just got hit with well, another I'm sorry. Gas the tax. rest of everybody else that yeah, probably that's suffers something. more. <laughs> yeah. I'm it sorry we buy cheap like gas. And don't have to pump it, it ourselves. I don't ever want to give that up. No. I don't. A, it's jobs, and, and a, B, it continues to let me be warm in the cold months. So yeah. let's keep that fucking going. Well, anyway, before we get too derailed, uh, yeah. Mike, what is your number six? It is Dillinger's Escape Plans Disassociate. Very nice. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of surprised. It's another one that I haven't bought yet, so I'm not listening to it. Okay. I know it's good because it's Dillinger. I'm surprised <laughs> it landed that low for you being a Dillinger. I actually, it was... And uh, it's one of the few things that we did talk about ahead of time. It was on my list. Uh, it was tied in fourth place, and it was very contentious. And I was like, Mike, <laughs> Mike, please tell me you have this. And he's like, yes. I'm like, okay, knocking it off my yeah, list. Yeah, no, totally fair. Um, it's it, it's It's fallen by the wayside and not of its own fault. It's just I'm trying to catch up. <laughs> fair enough. So... I've heard a fair amount of it, and it's the Dillinger Escape Plan. It's their last album. You know, I, I hate to say it, especially this way, but I grew up with this band, so even if it was bad, I'd end up with it. It's their last album. You it know. was not bad. No. And it wasn't, um, no. I mean, in the album previous to it was a real evolution, so I'm, I'm curious to, to hear the gaps that I haven't filled in the album yet. I'm curious to see where it... They're definitely they're one of those bands that I never listen to a lot, Dude, just, Sunshine the Werewolf, that, that like, song. Like, with that being said, whenever I heard them, I have the utmost respect for them as musicians. Mm -hmm. Like, Oh, they're fucking retarded. They may yeah. be the act I've seen the most. That's why I'm not super upset about missing the last tour. Like, was, uh, I've seen like six times. One of my buddies, actually, he said that was when he was younger, that was the band that made him go, fuck corn. Because <laughs> he heard that, he was like, he's like, well, he's like, he's like, he's like, well, I'm listening to the wrong stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, Fair I mean, enough, man. dude, they're crazy. Um, they're one of the things like, I know it's weird to say, but like, I'm most proud of having known them. I'm most hipster about <laughs> Dillinger. Oh, here we go. Dillinger. I'm really happy. I've known about them for as long as they've been a thing. Speaking of, this is a side note, but I was fucking around on hate five, six recently. And uh, Sonny managed to secure footage from a house show in like '96 of mm. Converge. Jesus. Yeah, they're young as shit. They're like fucking <laughs> teenagers. It's awesome. Check that out. Uh, oh wow. Yeah. Eight five six dot com. Uh, fucking awesome. The word hate. The number five. The word six. Everything. Everything. <laughs> Every fucking band in hardcore. He's got multiple fucking high def sets up there. Go check it out. Yeah, gotta plug Sonny. No, totally. That sounded invaluable. <laughs> yeah, resource. that's. Ooh, that's. Ayo. Uh, <laughs> sorry. 
Phil, you're number six. six. I know, I know. I just fucking looked at it. Oh, number six, I have Trap Them's Crown Feral. Also, oh. I'm going to just start crossing off my honorable mentions that get mentioned. Fair enough. Um, Your cryptic-ass notebook. <laughs> See, we all ben. have our own ways of doing this, man. <laughs> um, it's his analog um, format. Where did, what's even, my, so, my scroll. Trap Them is awesome. Uh, yes, yes they, they've got like some hardcore going on. Yeah, well, the the cool thing with uh, Crown Feral is I think it's a thrasher album um, that yeah. I've heard from them before. There was, it's almost like they ditched a little bit, not a ton, a little bit of the technicality to make it more aggressive. And I really fucking dig it. I mean, it's got elements of like really crusty thrash core. There's a bit of grind core in there. Um, and kind of a, it was kind of a shocker for me because I've always liked Trap Them. I never saw them as a band where I'd be like, oh, they're going to put out one of my albums of the year, you know? <laughs> um, so fucking a really good shit. Uh, where can you get that? I'm I'm gonna Bandcamp before I even <laughs> before I even see it on here. I'm gonna say it's oh yep look it's trapthem.bandcamp.com. <laughs> so yeah, I think you guys are seeing the pattern here. I hope you're seeing the pattern. If you don't have Bandcamp, download Bandcamp. Like, Honestly, I, I I think I've nailed it. I think Bandcamp and Amazon's music app are what I need in my life. Because mm? I found some other albums I was looking for on Amazon. Yeah, I use I use both of them and the Xbox Music app. I'm sure for some more of the obscure releases, like uh, Amazon can be a little tough. Yeah, I I imagine I. Although if you use either like uh, Spotify is a good one, they have a lot of the more obscure stuff. Uh, mm, we'll maybe see. I'll buckle and give in the Spotify. Ellis, if you're looking for uh, anyone who uh, likes cassettes, uh, I think they also have vinyl as well, and some more obscure, sometimes uh, power electronics, harsh noise, and using the the black metal and stuff like that. A site called Analog Warship has some some really good gems on there. That's where I tend to get my cassettes. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely have to see. I'll check that out. See if there's a vinyl selection on there. That's that's awesome. Like I think they had uh, like at least further finally had some like Mersbow and yeah yeah yeah. Okay. I think that for a little period they had like some GGL and stuff. All right, so that was ten through six. It was. Uh before we jump into brutal bruise, just a uh, short segment. I mean, we've been gone for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, the world's continued to go fucking crazy. Um, everyone in the band Vector, other than its founding member, quit. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I read that. Uh, the front man, and this may have happened, I think this happened a little while back, but I just somehow totally missed it. Uh, the singer for Old Wounds bounced really yeah shit he's uh pursuing his career as a barber shit <laughs> so well, what the fuck <laughs> there goes that <laughs> uh they're still going um yeah i don't know who's replacing him hopefully someone with uh a similar 
well, I guess it can't be similar if it's unique, but hopefully someone else who can bring something unique to it because his his vocal styles were really uh, part of what set the band apart. Yeah. Not that anything else was bad about it. They write fantastic fucking music, but... um, Whew, boy. Fucking Carrie Fisher died. Yeah. And then her mom died. Yeah, That's kind of... <laughs> It wasn't like, a shock to me. She's 84 years old no, and is dealing with horrible loss. That's yeah. the same. Like, we know that horrible loss has a physical toll on your body. With that being said, when you're, you know, when you're more up there in age, your body's already kind of mm-hmm. not as strong as it was. So any toll on it is going to, can be fatal. Like, So anyway, um, that's as much of the shitty shit as i care to think about right now i know yeah. a lot worse has happened a lot worse has happened um but we're not a political podcast so check npr for that shit um that being said how's everyone's fucking holiday vacation oh uh pretty good like uh so as last time that we were recording i hit i hit a deer yeah and so i had to get a new car so I decided I was going to take that bad experience and turn it into a good experience. I'm glad you did. Yeah. When you sent me that picture, I was like, well, cool. Good. good." And I uh, decided to get myself a 2010 Mustang. It's a sharp-looking car. It fu- So it's 2010 and only had 62,000 miles. Really? The Carfax, the previous owner, took it to the dealership every time for maintenance and all that. So, oh shit. Now, it is not a V8. It is the V6. Okay. Which at first I was like, "Man, but I got it." And I like stomped on the the uh, the right pedal, and I was like, "You know what? This power would be consider- sufficient. I still yeah, have no, overtaking power." Well, and, and look, man, you're you're purchasing I get it. There's a it, there's a big difference between you buying that V6 and my dumb friend who asked me ahead of time, right? He was gonna get a fucking he was gonna get a Camaro, brand new yeah. fucking Camaro. He's like, should I buy or should I rent? I was like, you should buy, you fucking dummy. Yeah. And he's but I was like, well, he's like, well, I'm thinking about renting, uh, but I'm gonna go with the V6. It's like if you're gonna rent, go with the V8. Yeah. What the fuck's wrong with you? Seriously. He ended up. I can't. Re- like, he ended up renting the V6. Like, Wait a minute. You're going to have to get rid of it in a couple years, and you don't even get to have real fun with it? The only reason I didn't lease is because I put too many miles a year on the car. Like, I can't. Right. Oh, no, I totally understand that. Otherwise, Um, you you goddamn right I would. What, lease? Fuck yeah. Why? Because then I could probably afford the eight. (laughs) Nah, I I don't believe in long-term money expenditures for things I don't own. It depends on your situation, man. I don't want to... We'll we'll talk about it after the podcast. I don't want to... This is a ridiculous topic to dive too far deep into. This also explains my, you know, almost two tanks of gas a week because I'm not necessarily light on the gas pedal because (laughs) it's not my fault that it sounds better past 3,000 RPMs. Like, especially because what I've noticed... (laughs) <laughs> Once you get it there, and it starts shifting, it stays in that power band. I'm like, and you just keep accelerating. This is beautiful. Easy, easily, like, top, t- top, maybe top five loudest cars we pull into the shop. 
Oh, probably the eight. This the six is not that loud, but it still makes a yeah. pleasant noise. They're they're louder. They're they're, they're just they're just fucking louder. They me, they're made to sound nice. They just it, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. it's part they're they're Mustang. I think is really trying to hold on to the classic American muscle image. They yeah. are, and well, they're they're the ones who brought it back. Like the Camaro wouldn't have brought back the classic image that's true. if it wasn't for them. Same with the Challengers, the Chargers, Chargers like man. Challenger. That's. I, I love those I new challengers. I much prefer the challengers. Like, well, yeah, but the challengers another step up. Like, that's uh oh yeah. Like the the mustangs and the chargers are on one level. The challengers, it's one of, like it was the all time. The, the, the charger is more expensive, than really, it, because it's a uh, four door. Mm. Um, I mean, when you look back historically, if if you ask me, and if, if I'm buying a classic car, if I'd want a charger or a challenger. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so you got a new car. That's fucking dope, I've, man. And I fucking love it. It's bright-ass blue. I love that. Hey, like, I love blue. I love bright blue. I don't like the navy. With with that being said, though, I'm driving down the road. I'm like, yeah, bright blue Mustang. Every time I pass a cop, I'm like, oh, no, bright blue Mustang. <laughs> yeah, no, you definitely... I've painted a bit of a target in that sense. Yeah, you have. But, yeah. you know, just be smart. I am. Uh, the only thing, like, I do plan to on my day off, it has a little button to turn the traction control off, so I plan on finding a empty, empty parking lot and testing the donut capabilities. Nice. <clears throat> Word. Mike, how about you, man? Anything exciting over the, uh, over the holiday break? Hmm. Not exceptionally. My sister got me a replica Frodo, uh, or <laughs> Bilbo Baggins uh, pipe. <laughs> so I got the I got the smoke my pipe today. <laughs> that was enjoyable. No, it was pretty low key this year. I, nothing really crazy to talk about. I can't even think of any like horror movies I watched. I will say, uh, as far as presents and whatnot, I've got a that I'm. Part of the way through, a cachet of booze. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. He was listening it off booze. earlier. Unbelievable. Uh, people know me. Um, yeah, but that's uh, I mean, that's fucking. As far as like crazy non-booze stuff, the one of them was still tied to booze. Uh, the one of my buddies I do shotgun Saturday with our like catchphrase that I came up with was "bottoms down." Since you're drinking from the bottom of the can, uh. So he got us all pine glasses that say bottoms down on them. That's awesome. And my there got me an awesome uh, The Red Knight from Dark Souls 3 pop and Bloodborne game oh, that we have to play. Yeah. One of these days, I'm making it to one of your fucking Shotgun Saturdays. Yes, you need to. And then I'll probably end up chilling at your place for the night. Cause... Yeah. <laughs> but that's cool. I'm all right with that. Oh, man. Fucking uh, Jason... Uh, you guys know Jason. Yeah, yes. yeah, of course. Sister's boyfriend. Son of a bitch! Yeah, he meant for me I to text... I just lost the game. He meant for me to text you that also. I, I didn't, so... Ah. I'll, I'll get that in now. <coughs> Fucking... He's a foster in special ed. The uh, cat that is sideways. Yeah. So that that brightened um, New Year's. Hanging out with Ed. <laughs> when I... Sorry, I meant to... Just because I found this, uh, I found this amusing. Um, 
on our. Oh, hold on. Let me clarify real quick because that might have sounded insensitive. Special Ed is a cat. Is <laughs> <laughs> is a cat rescue that we are making his latter years comfortable, or Jason, mm. I should say, is. But he's got a neurological disease, so he walks around sideways. So he's for uh, shock on Saturday on Christmas Eve. What we decided to do was we each had a pint of eggnog that we oh, poured two shots of crack into. You told into. me about this. this is, and, and yeah, yeah, we, we shotgunned eggnog. <laughs> Fuck. Like, who was the first to throw up and then who was the last? None of us threw up. Um, it Because we're fucking boss. Like, <laughs> it's called handling your shit, Tom. Yeah. It's like chugging milk. It's just chugging milk. Do. Yeah, but you could get almost all the way through, what, a gallon, right? It's at the gallon that year. No. When I used to work at Boston Market when I was like 16, um, <laughs> we went to train one afternoon at another store, and the manager didn't feel like working, so he, he elected himself to do the one-liter challenge. Nice. So we sat around, got paid for being at a meeting, and watched him drink milk till he threw up <laughs> it was really that, that it was, was it. simpler times it was, yeah oh, it really was boy. Ah, um <laughs> nothing too crazy as far as i can remember over the fucking break um helped my parents work at their fucking at a property they're flipping and uh first day i'm there first day of the day nothing special doing some fucking Move painting doing some cleaning up and then uh I get back from lunch. I'm like, all right, what do we do now? My dad hands me a sledgehammer. He's like, we need to get rid of those steps out back. Yay. So I did that. So second day I went, I knew that's what I was doing all day. So I brought my fucking, I brought my Bluetooth speaker. I got there before anyone else. Grabbed the fucking shovel, sat the speaker in the window, and fucking cranked Shy Halud and just fucking went to town with that bitch. Um... I imagine you cranking uh, the body in full of hell and just, just kind of eh. Oh yeah. What's no. the point? Curling no, I, <laughs> I needed I needed something more uplifting. Yeah, you know, like songs like "If a Mountain Be My Obstacle." Yeah, kind of perfect for that. Um, anyway, I can't think of anything else all that fucking crazy or exciting, especially not fucking music related right now. Um, not that there's not shit happening. I just haven't been involved in it sadly uh that being said we have a segment to get to we do before we return to the rest of our list yeah Uh, mike if we could borrow your keys for just a moment we figure the fucking two guys drinking the beer don't have fucking bottle opener to be fair i used to have a bottle opener but i used it so much that it actually it failed um like i grinded away the the catch Uh, mechanism yeah i had a beautiful i still have it somewhere it's it's one of those fucking guitar pin pullers for an acoustic okay and it's just got a fucking bottle opener in the middle of it and when i bought it at the place they have a thing where when they ring it up a pop-up shows up on their screen that says, yay, beer. And he was laughing. He was like, yeah, you need this, because there's nothing more fucking frustrating than changing the strings on an acoustic. Um, anyway. This was... Uh, it's funny, because as I talked to Frank earlier, 
uh, I was saying I'm having a really hard time. I can't fucking, I can't place an album with this beer. And this is like two hours before recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, well, fuck it. Let me work on my list for a little bit. And one of the albums that didn't make it onto my list, but that uh, someone already mentioned, I think. Yes. Uh, was Mirker's Mausoleum. Fuck yeah. Uh, we've already talked about it. It's an awesome fucking album. I chose Laganita's Stupid Wit to go with it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, very... What I like about it is, um, the Stupid Wit, you, you hear it, and it's like, well, obviously this is a fucking wheat beer. It's a wit. Um... Like you said when you first fucking tasted it. Hoppy. This is kind of hoppy for a wit. Exactly. It is it is definitely within its... Uh, it's not wrong. It's a wit. Yeah. But it's very different than all of the other wits out there. And I think the same goes for Mausoleum. I was going to say, which is perfect, because you have technically to be pretty... You have a, a blackened style of music that's pretty. like Very much so, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, got him right in epic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike, you, you haven't tried this yet. Here, try this. You're a big Mirker fan. No, sometimes I will pair the the album with uh. That's very hoppy. Well, like bitter. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird for a whip. They're typically very spiced, very Belgian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and usually light. I mean, I guess that's still considered yeah, still light, light but, still the, but the light. bitter is heavy, heavy, like a strong bitter. That's what's cool. I mean, Mausoleum is, it could be, I mean, it's really kind of easy listening. Yes. But at the same time, it is, as we have said repeatedly in the past two minutes, blackened. Mm-hmm. There is a darker side to it. There's something very different. It's not something you would play for... Your mom, who likes fucking acoustic music. <laughs> mom, check this out. Well, I, I probably would have and then laughed. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I honestly am struggling to find too much more to say about it. Yeah, no, it's spot on. Well, I mean, like, kind of, she, like she says, uh, she goes for sort of a, um, uh, what what the fuck is the shit you do to kids before they sleep? The songs lullaby, like, like lullaby esque types, like like Scandinavian type lullaby type mm-hmm. stuff, or and quarrels, 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 That's the opposite. I'm about to start oh, talking about a fucking. All right, Junior, it's time to go to bed. <laughs> I'm gonna punch you in the face. <laughs> I'm just thinking of quarrels. Car. I'm thinking you're fucking. I'm thinking you're screaming Cro-Mag songs at the kid before <laughs> they try to sleep. <laughs> World peace can't exist. <laughs> <laughs> like holy shit, man. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, yeah I, think you, I think you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, we get it now. I get it. Oh boy. <laughs> I hope we make you guys laugh because we certainly make ourselves laugh. Yeah. Uh, that being said, 
Um, if you haven't figured it out yet, we all think you should listen to Mausoleum <laughs> we all by Mirker. We all have a, a massive erection for Mirker. I oh well, not not sexually. Yeah, that's that, not, that that's, came out awful. It's kind of weird. A an musical ear, an boner. Ear erection. Yeah, that's not, ear erection. <laughs> there you go. I like that one. Uh, yeah. No. Um, <laughs> we mean no harm. <laughs> <laughs> Did that make it better? <laughs> I don't know. It's okay. I'm pretty sure if if any of us were threatening, we'd be sacrificed anyway. So, um, I, <laughs> I don't think. God damn it. We're any sort of uh, oh, list now. JKs. Oh. Okay. So, how about we resume this shit? All right. We've got 15 more fucking bands to tell you guys about. Yes. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Now. My number five. I also had Vector Terminal Redux. <laughs> That's going to start happening. Yeah. Because um, we also... Because, oh. god damn. Um, as we said earlier, it is, it is the direction that we've wanted Thrash to go for a long time. But we didn't... No one knew... We didn't know what we wanted where, from like, Thrash. Where, like, Iron Reagan is awesome and fucking sweet and crossover. It lacks the not necessary seriousness that, like, Terminal Redux kind of... It's fucking epic Thrash. Yeah. Like, that is... Even when I was listening, I was like, this is insanity. Like, to me, normally, like, if I'm listening to Thrash or Crossover or something like that, this is like... Yeah, I'm fucking slugging back. I want to slug back beer and, like, be rowdy. There's, like, like, a fucking choir in the first track. What the fuck? (laughs) I don't... It's one of those things where, like, if you just described it to me without me actually hearing it, I'd say, what the fuck are you thinking? Mm -hmm. What are you doing to this thrash album? When you hear it, it is so masterfully done. It's reminiscent of, like... The first time I heard Colors by Between the Barry to Me. Where it's right. like it's like saying I, I swear at some point someone said to someone in, in Between the Barry to Me, You can't throw bluegrass in the middle of a metal album. They said, Fuck you, watch <laughs> us and they did it. Fuck and it you was awesome. To <laughs> <laughs> um, be fair, I fucking love bluegrass. Oh yeah, of course, but you know, stick it in the middle of Holy Wars and you'd be like, What the fuck is going on? Here? To be <laughs> to be fair, I feel like bluegrass is the like thrash metal of country. Oh, dude, what some of those motherfuckers do on banjos and fiddles is ridiculous. I fucking love it. They're unbelievably talented, but let's not go off on yeah, the bluegrass sorry. rant. I'm continue very... talking about Vector because I could do that for days and days and days. We actually, remember we uh, that was one of our brutal brews where we paired uh rogues. It, a fucking nightmare of a name. <laughs> that was a fucking crazy barley, one. Like, sort of, it's like barley wine-ish sort of IPA crustacean ale. Like, yeah, it was insane. Really good. It was, were, it was I remember hot, that being real good. It was a, it was a, it was malty a, IPA or a hoppy barley wine ale. However you want to look at it. With, like, notes of an imperial Russian stout in there. Like, it was insane. It's it's one of the most bonkers beers I've ever drank. And, yeah. That this was, album is fucking insane. Yeah. So. It's a good one. It's a good one. Um, I'm 
super um, i'm so curious about everyone's top five mike why don't you uh continue gladly uh, um i would love to drag this band back up into the discussion but anal nothrak fuck yeah Ooh, i just saw they didn't they just drop a new music video oh did they yeah i think so i have to look you but fucking slipping up i guess um i think it's for a song that's on the album i don't think it's a right. new song but the um the whole of the law is the album that dropped and oh my god i love it it's so everything i want everything i think i wanted from like ch- like cradle of filth i guess yeah no that's that's completely fair um yeah it is yeah pretty much cuz like when that one song that i always show everybody it it comes in with the uh real like dark like i always say sephiroth like choir <laughs> um sample that keeps repeating and they kick in with the music and then once he starts like warming up to start screaming he's almost like grunting and spitting and like he's going fucking crazy so like you know uh off topic but you might be interested i'm not sure if it's related i never looked into the source of their name but there is an old fucking folk metal band called sephiroth really yeah i'll have to check into it I've, see, yeah, I mean, there's got to be, like, some sort of a meaning to that name. Yeah. There you, I think it's funny. There's a lot of, like, black metal bands that take names from, like, Tolkien villains. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, come on. It's so good. <laughs> just uppity nerds. Makes sense. Yeah. That's what so much of metal is. It's just fucking pissed off nerds who yeah. can play music really well. Because who's going to get better at something than a nerd who sits <laughs> in a room for nine hours straight a Listen. day? All's, yeah, what do we have to do? We have Dungeons and Dragons, magic. We can't forget, uh, <clears throat> what the fuck was it? My Farag? The um, game created by, uh, what's his face? Oh, oh. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I mean, a perfect example of a fucking Nazi fucking nerd. <laughs> um, God damn it. He sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. But Burn back them. to Nathrak, because they <laughs> fucking rule. They, um, yeah, they're awesome. That album just crushes song after song. It's super awesome. I feel like it's what you want from bands like, yeah. obviously, like Cradle. Also, like Dimu Borgir. I was about like, to say, if you're a fan of Dimu Borgir, check this out. I have to, uh, just real quick before we stop hating on Burzum, <laughs> uh, I have to give a shout out to uh, Another much more popular podcast than ours, but uh, the Broad Street Breakdown, nice. Vinny Paz of Jedi Mind Tricks. Homeboy's a huge fan of, of hardcore and death metal and black metal. He knows his shit. Yeah. I and mean, you watch his videos, he's wearing like terror hoodies and shit. It's awesome. Which is awesome. But he uh, recently got into a discussion about Burzum and all that bullshit and oh. uh, was talking about how he sees these fucking hipsters at shows. Fuck. Wearing, God damn it. Yeah. wearing Burzum shirts ironically, and he was like, look, man, if I catch you wearing a Burzum shirt ironically, I'm going to punch you in the fucking mouth. <laughs> I, was, I was talking to uh, my girlfriend the other day about that. Like, I was like, there's this weird, like, that, once again, things hipsters are doing that, like, oh, black yeah, metal's no, fucking this, cool. It's the, it's the internet leaking out in the, into, and like, the daily life. Every one of these sons of bitches are like, fucking Burzum and it's like shut the fuck up that was garbage it like, was it was bad it wasn't influential it did no. nothing it he the only the only thing he had was fucking from the get-go was shock value and burning down churches yeah which, like okay on the burning down churches thing but uh, like seriously 
Yeah, look, man. Uh, maybe it's hypocritical. Like, the fucking drummer from Burzum stabbed a dude in the woods for being gay. But he's not out there spreading rhetoric. Like from Dark Throne? No, it was Emperor. Uh, Emperor. Emperor, okay. You said Burzum. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I was gonna say, he's, uh... Yeah, 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 no. Emperor. I'm to learn my shit. I, and I love Emperor, but, um... Yeah, anyway. Uh, fuck all that. My bad. No, I feel you. I keep hijacking no, people. No, Var- you're good. No, Vark's a piece it's a of discussion. shit. <clears throat> Vark is a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking YouTube Fuck you, Vark. I'm uh, fucking... We're done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Anal Mathrak. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to spell that for everybody. Oh, yeah, please do. It's ridiculous. A-N-A-A-L. New word. <laughs> N-A-T-H-R-A-K-H. The whole of the law. That might be easier to type in the band camp but uh you can find them on band camp and it rules yeah and uh, like i said before we'll make sure to put these lists up on facebook mm-hmm. so that you guys can find everything uh at number five i have an album that caught me kind of off guard um because i've been a fan of this band for a while their former vocalist has gone on to sing for um venom prison oh I'm just bringing them up at all makes me extremely happy. So, uh, at number five, I have Wolf Downs Incite and Conspire. Um, it's this is a straight fucking hardcore album, but what I really Wait, fucking out this year? Yeah. Did she move over to Venom Prison this year? No, no, no. This is without her. Oh, okay. They um yeah yeah no they continued on without her. She left a couple years ago. Gotcha. But um. <clears throat> They're from Germany. Uh, they're fucking anarchist, vegan, and just really pissed <laughs> at the fucking establishment. And it's true blue, like, Rambo-style fucking tear down the system, fuck everything you believe in. Um, I, I just fucking... It's awesome, and it's everything. I missed really aggressively political hardcore because we don't get a whole lot of it nowadays. Most of it's more like, it's just based on other shit. Um, so to hear something that made me want to fucking raise a black flag and burn down a fucking building was fucking great. I was so fucking happy with it. It's been on fairly consistent repetition on uh, on my playlist. And it's heavy as fuck. It's heavy. I mean, the the anger comes through in both the lyrics and the fucking music. I've been um, meaning to check them out since you mentioned. Oh, dude, you should. Uh, since uh, I don't know. It, when you're going to check them out, you can find them <laughs> at wolfdownhc at uh, dot bandcamp dot com. It's just fucking. It's a good album, and I would love to. Uh, I'd love for them to tour over here. I know it's a difficult thing for a band that's probably struggling to make it by and located in or uh, based out of Germany. But it'd be cool. Harmony. Uh, so <laughs> good shit, and probably something uh, with, with these these lists. Um, uh, you guys were probably kind of the same way. I still wanted to be introducing people to things that they probably weren't listening to. Yes. So there may be a release or two that I left off that you could say, "Well, that's better, isn't it?" And I could. It could be argued, but um. As always, I'm using this this podcast as a vessel for everyone to hear new shit. So check out Wolf Down. They're fucking awesome. All right. Number four. That's 
see if you remember this one. Uh, band from Spain. Uh, Wasteland Riders with Speed Rock and Roll. Nice. God damn, does this fucking album fucking just rock. Like, nice. I'm, yes. Nice. Like, oh my God. I remember <laughs> I read an interview on Toilet of Hell, um, and it was with them, and they're going on about how there's this, like, underground metal scene in Spain where it's pretty much almost like that, like, rock and roll like, thrash style of metal. And because they're pissed off about the more, like, most of Europe's more like the melodic metal. Yeah, and, the symphonic shit yeah. that's like borderline radio friendly. Right, and they're not about that. Like this the new is, in flames. Yeah. This speed rock and roll is just straight up like beer chugging like thrash, like rock and roll, and it's fucking awesome. Like nice. one of my favorite tracks being Headbanger Bitch. Like <laughs> it it's so fucking good. They I think they close the album with a Venom cover. Of black metal like nice it's fucking awesome they're just they're so i was so excited when when we discovered them and skull bastards and all that, that shit whole, like i need to look up more of that scene i That's... want to travel there just to see, go, go to, to some shows and see what that scene's like i bet i bet it's amazing no i'm sure it's fucking awesome um right that would be fucking sweet Right. <laughs> it's just, the same thing. Like, I, I've always wanted to travel to London now more than ever because there's a booming hardcore scene mm-hmm. over there. And I'd love to fucking check that out. Um, yeah. Fucking killer, man. Fuck yeah. And uh, having a name inspired by, like, Mad Max yeah, is also, like... Wasteland Riders. It's dude. crazy in certain aspects when you really think about how things are laying out. Like, hardcore... As what I would have described it being at for uh, for like us in like 2008 is starting to pop up all over the place now. Yeah, I mean it's been going on for a while, but yeah, but like, like the one band Vorvan that um, didn't make it on my list. That was produced by oh fuck, what is the dude's name from Converge? Um, Kurt Ballard. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it sounds like old Converge. It sounds like it's just cool to see, like, the ripple. Yeah. The time dilation. Yeah, it definitely is. And seeing kids in other countries wearing fucking old U.S. hardcore band shirts. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Part of it's upsetting because it's like, fuck, I'm getting old. But, like, the rest of it's all oh, just dude. reward. Yeah. It's like. It's cool as shit. Yeah. Word. Fucking A. I forgot. I forgot they had a fucking release this year. That's cool. That's cool as shit. All right. Mike. Oh. Just, just going to stare at that for a while. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I got one more to wait. Um, car bomb. Meta. Fucking So we were greatness. just listening to that dude. Seriously. The whole, you got to listen to it all the way through because it in some ways is like, am I listening to a Meshuggah album right now? And in other ways, it takes, like, complete liberties with that whole sort of genre they've built up. What I was liking from what I was hearing earlier is, like, so they have a specific rhythm that they're kind of, like, going along with. That is usually pretty crazy. Yeah. But almost like uh, they'll do funky things with that rhythm, but they'll always come back. Almost like with uh, Earthkeeper by their dogs or astronauts, how they'll... Pound a certain rhythm, 
go fucking crazy and mm-hmm. then come back like, hey, no, we're still in this. Yes. We're still in this rhythm. And you'll see that sort of theme through the whole album um, where they are going to keep like a, a, I guess you could even say a theme in the song yeah. that keeps it all relevant. Held together. Yeah. But otherwise, like, you don't know what's about to happen. That was, there were certain parts that it, when it, when it, and when it's bit. when it's heavy, it's fucking heavy. And when it went off a little bit, it was like, ooh, oh yeah, you just did me dirty there. <laughs> yeah, I was really enjoying it. And it's like I said when we were listening to it earlier, like bands like them are the are the legacy of Mishuga. Yeah, like, and it's cool to see we're seeing it happen, like. In real time. We're finally yeah. starting to hurdle that, like, last two, three years of Gent. That, that is one way to look at it, yeah. That's how I see it. <laughs> so it's certainly... So far uh, less of that has been popping up lately. accurate. Cool. Uh, is that on to me, then? Mm-hmm. All right. At, uh, at number four, uh, I think as we've talked about before, this was a year of fucking supergroups. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still waiting on the one from uh the Converge Frontman. Just worthless on names right now. It's cool. I I've spent so much time looking at names and album names and listening to shit in the past few days that I'm like I'm fried. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking I don't know. I'll leave here and listen to like Charlie Parker for a couple days. Um But uh, there's one in particular that I think really stood out for just being in in the truest possible sense a fucking hardcore supergroup. Um, World Be Free. Oh, nice. Released an album called The Anti Circle. It is straight fucking old school hardcore. If you're into fucking Gorilla Biscuits, if you're into Terror, if you're into fucking Youth of Today, any of that shit. Um, if you haven't heard of them yet, to give you an idea of what I mean by a fucking supergroup, it's Scott Vogel from Terror, Joe Garlick from Despair, Andrew Klein from Strife, Sammy Siegler from Judge and Civ and Rival Schools, Arthur from the Gorilla Biscuits. I mean, if none of those names ring a bell, well, Rival Schools is going way back. Yeah, so is fucking Civ and Gorilla Biscuits yeah. and Judge. Um, <laughs> Judge. If none yeah. of those names ring a bell, then you need to sit down and dig through some Wikipedia articles, because holy shit. Uh, the album's fucking awesome. Unfortunately, did not get a chance to see them. They were supposed to play... Um, this is hardcore. Uh, unfortunately, Scott Vogel hurt his back. Had to uh, stay off his feet for a while, but um, hopefully, hopefully they'll be touring again soon. But uh, in the off chance that you missed that and need to check it out, they are at. You ready for it? WorldBeFree.BandCamp.com. <laughs> the uh, the album Damn. clocks in at a whopping twenty six minutes and thirty one <laughs> seconds. So if you can't find time to listen to that shit. Uh, I don't know. Quit, Check it the fuck quit out. Quit your job and get a job where you could listen to music at work. Oh, uh, wish. <laughs> All right. We're up to... We're in the top three territory. Oh, uh, shit. Three. Now, it's going to get real. Now, a little bit ago, we were talking about a legacy of a band. 
My fucking number three is that band, Meshuggah's The Violent Sleep of Reason. Yeah, we could just skip me. Mine is two. <laughs> <laughs> Both at number three, huh? Well, Dude, this- I couldn't do Car Bomb wrong by giving them anything lower than being right behind Meshuggah. Okay. But this, all right, as I was telling Mike today, as of late, the only way to describe a Meshuggah album is fucking crushing. Yeah. Um, You're not wrong. When I saw nope. them, uh, when I saw them a little bit ago, and as soon as Born in Dissonance came on, and I start fucking headbanging like crazy, some more I was like, oh, I just hurt something in my neck. Now, normally it's like, okay, I need to stop and relax, and I fucking couldn't, because it was just so goddamn brutal. <laughs> <laughs> like, if anything, the pain just made it better. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. It That's certainly fair. As we've said before when talking about the album, like you always hear every every Mashuk album you're like, Well, is it gonna be like the last one? No. Of course not. <laughs> no. Here's what's, and it's not. Here's what's fucking mind blowing to me, and we talked about it earlier with Ringworm. Uh Mishuga is a band who's been around what, about twenty years now? Yeah, a really? long dude, a long time. It's, they're not they're not new. They were more thrashy in the beginning, but like okay. But it's just been a constant evolution, and what's mind-blowing for me is this late in the game to still drop something that's so fucking forward. It's They're still taking risk, and they're still doing new shit, and it's still hitting every time. I mean... Well, completely, like, from what I've absorbed over the last, like, couple weeks, oh, I guess it's only, like, really a week and a half, um, listening to the full album, they definitely, in my opinion, sort of took some nods from Gent. Like, there's certain aspects I, of it that I hear that I'm like, this is Meshuggah's take on what happened over the last few years. It's their take on what people did with influence from them. Yeah, Once no, again, it's, it's um, so, like, uh, it's so My description, meta. If uh, remember when we were talking about it originally, was they kind of took Jen's like oh i think this is what you meant to do <laughs> <laughs> no i guess so yeah in a way yeah because i'll hear the parts that are like this reminds me of gent but it's mach- it's definitely it's not yeah an attempt at a thing <laughs> it's oh god it's so, so fucking heavy like i was i was actually sort of torn between car bomb and mishuga because i didn't give mishuga the time mm-hmm. yet but I know enough. I've listened to their older stuff, so I have more of a basis to say that this was a joke. Oh, and trust me, when you spend more time with it, you'll realize how justified you were at putting it's, it in your top three. Never, well, plus, this is more dig- This has been the most digestible Meshuggah album for me that I've heard yet. Like It's yeah. sort of like in the same way that Mastodon's taken. I don't want to say a simplified approach, but it's more... It's tough to say because more I think groove. Um, <clears throat> there, maybe a little more rhythm. There's definitely that. I also think um, your palate's probably expanding. You spent the better part of like two weeks just exploring black metal. When you come back from that, you're gonna have a different appreciation for other heavy shit. Hey, you're right. Yeah, that's true. I, say, I do find myself like go listen to really harsh noise for stuff. a month, and you'll come back and listen to like early fucking cannibal corpse and be like, oh, 
I'm waiting oh, for it. Shit. I'm waiting for it. I'm looking forward to the time when I really enjoy Cannibal Corpse. I'm Dude, I'm almost there. It's so good. I really like um the second singer as a person. Yeah. Oh, uh, he's I like him as a vocalist better. Yeah. Like, okay. I think so that's kind of universally stuff. agreed. Huh? So listen to Corpse Grinder stuff. George Fisher, yeah. It it's all good. But yeah, yeah, yeah um sure. definitely if you're looking for the easier way in, I'd say that's probably it. <clears throat> okay. Oh, fucking shatter their bones. Fucking <laughs> Oh, gets me pumped every time. <laughs> talking about it's just talking about uh, fighting a zombie horde and fucking just <laughs> obliterating them. I like, loved uh, when I fucking when I saw them at uh, what is it Mayhem Fest. And it's funny. Shit. I get a fucking I get a text from my friend. Hey, you want to go to Mayhem Fest? And I'm like, uh, what time does Cannibal Corpse go on? And he's like, we got half an hour, but I got two free tickets. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. He comes and picks me up. We haul ass over to Camden. We get there in time to catch the last, like, five songs of Body Count. Nice. And all of Cannibal Corpse. And then we left. Yeah. Because we were like, there's something wrong when Cannibal Corpse is on the side stage and Avenged Sevenfold is the headline. Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Uh, but anyway, when we saw them, he was talking about their most recent release, and he's like, we have copies of it in the back. When you buy it, you get one of these laminates. He's like, when we finish on this stage, anyone we see in the crowd without those laminates, we're slitting your fucking throat. <laughs> I, uh, apparently, I think my one buddy saw them, did the, like, oh, this is dedicated to all the females in the audience. I come by! Yeah. <laughs> all right, so, Nothing I guess, hard. uh, I guess I'm on my number three now, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we're keeping it fucking heavy. Uh, my number three slot goes to Nails. You will never be one of us. Woo! Oh, I fucked up. Okay, you did it, so that, that, that counts. That was... They were on my mind for the number one for okay. quite a while. Um, they're fucking heavy. They're heavy as shit. Thank fuck they're back. It's um, everything I loved about old, like, grind... It's so, I, it's so fucking angry. It's yeah. so angry. But <laughs> but it's legible when it needs to be. Like the song "You Will Never Be One of Us." That song is like fucking a minute and a half of just awesome. Mm-hmm. I I love it. Um, I'm a that's that's my next I, purchase. I think. Th- um, one of the best fucking live acts I've seen in a while. They just he's. He presents it as angry as he sounds on the fucking record. The dude's pissed about a lot of things. He tells you about it, then he screams about it in a song. <laughs> um, another band that I was bummed dropped from This Is Hardcore this year. But Yeah, me too, now in retrospect. At first you're like, oh, but these two bands came on. They're they're good bands, but... Yeah, now, that, was, that was great, but... Now in hindsight, I'm... I feel you. <laughs> I wanted to see Nails again. Um, <laughs> I meant I still love how uh, on the split they do with Full of Hell, it's, oh, yes. it's, you got Nails saying like, fucking rise up, take this shit. And you have Full of Hell going, it's fucking pointless. <laughs> it's worthless. <laughs> Just fucking die. Like, <laughs> uh, what a killer fucking split. Right? That was another thing where I, I, 
I wanted to throw that on the list just because it's so good, but I was like, it's a split, and I have both of them on my list in other respects. Uh, I want to touch back on that after we finish the next round. Certainly. So, fucking two more to go. Frank? My number two? So my number two is a, a little on the different side, I guess, in terms of... Uh, it's heaviness. It's uh, the yeah. bodies. No one deserves happiness. Okay. Um, it was what they described as their attempt at the most disgusting pop album of all time. Uh, and you hear <laughs> almost like 80s drum track to some of the, the songs. And it is just fucking dark. And as the body tends to do. And it just, oh, it brings you down. Like, ah, shit. I'm fucking like... I knew very little about them prior to you getting so fucking hyped over their split with Full of Hell. Their the collab, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, collab, I should say. You're, you're correct. Um, holy shit, man. Talk about yeah. a band that I, I don't know how I missed this because, right? fuck. They are, god, do they just nail this, like, this doomy, like, all right. Well, let me just throw this out there since you already called it. My number two is The Body Full of Hell. One day you will ache like I ache. Let's just agree that The Body Full of Hell and Nails sort of won 2016. <laughs> I think that's pretty fair. Um, especially but- considering what was the. It was crazy. The fucking lineup I saw, I can't remember the other band. It's going to drive me nuts now. But, um, oh my god, I can picture them. I can see them in my head. I just can't remember their fucking name. But the show that I saw was full of hell and nails. And it was supposed to be the exact same lineup at This Is Hardcore. And that's why it really oh. killed me when, uh, but, when nails dropped. But they're back. Like, the bodies, like, their vocals is this almost, like, high-pitched... <clears throat> panic. Like, Pan- yeah, panicky sounding. That's that's the best way I could describe it. It's but the it's panic also, and frantic it's, nature. That... It's sometimes like... Mm, it's almost like put in the background of yeah. the music. And... Oh my... It's terrifying. This is... It yes. is... It is an audio recording of a mental disorder. Yeah. Like, it's it's exactly what it is. If... if You've dealt with fucking um, anything along the lines of fucking um, anxiety, manic depression, uh, all that sort of shit. Like, you kind of totally fucking link with it. It's like, they holy shit, someone else gets it so much that they didn't even just fucking... They didn't just mention it. They fucking put it into musical form. I was gonna say, they... As I said before, their worldview tends to be very bleak. They see society, humanity, and just go, ah, what the fuck? Like, and they just, they put that into music. It's, I mean, even the album name, No One Deserves Happiness. Well, okay, so like, yeah, you're right. And what I'm picking up from it is like exactly that. They're putting, uh, the body is putting the best effort at trying to really conceptualize certain things like when he did the work with krieg oh my god um they're guess what getting the little piece of paper getting like the printout of like the the missing person or whatever Mm. i forget what it was exactly but it's like and then to 
craft an album like that around that subject matter. I mean, it's really such an atmosphere. That's why I was saying before, I feel like there's a lot of atmospheric value to this because it creates such oh, yeah. a darkness and what, out that, of the theme, like the theme. I double-checked. That album, that collaboration was going to make it, but it was 2015. I was like, damn it, which is probably for the best mm. because don't need too much. Uh, but it's a, it's a heavy listen. Like, and All of it the, should like, be because of the subject matter. Like, it did it right. Like, yeah. for the faint of, for, you know, don't, don't listen to it if you're you're already having trouble with things. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean that in the, in the most positive way. I'm not making fun of anybody. I'm just saying. But that like, also it's might. It's so dark. If someone's in a dark point, sometimes they're putting your, yeah. Yeah, it can be cathartic. I remember when we were, we were talking, there was that article about the black metal therapy. You need to sit and draw pictures while you listen to black metal and just like kind of vent through that. You could do that with the body. Yeah. I uh speaking not to get too off topic, but I read an article recently. They did some research where they took two groups of people, had them talk about things that pissed them off. And after that, one group sat in silence for 15 minutes. The other group sat and listened to they they chose people who listened to heavy aggressive music. Those people sat and listened to music from their playlist. They assumed that it would make them angrier. What they found was not only did they calm down as much as the control group, but they also were typically more inspired afterwards. Yeah, it's why so, we listen to what we listen to. Yeah. So, uh, tend to, so all that bullshit, you know, your parents were telling you when you were little, that this is going to make you angrier. It's like, no, it's not. <laughs> like, I, I have to listen to this to not go on a, a spree. Like... <laughs> So anyway, um, yeah, it's it's uh, so we're on number two. Yes, and Mike threw his out there. Just yeah, yeah. No, I mean like it's really hard to. It, I wasn't really into that sort of music before this year, and it's a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my number two comes from fucking some grindcore heavy hitters. Oh, yeah. Magruder Grinds 2. Nice. It's funny. I know. It's 2 and it's number 2. Um, <laughs> but it's fucking... It's Magruder Grind. Came back after a six-year hiatus and put out this devastating fucking album. I mean, it's just face-rippingly aggressive. I... I don't know, man. I, they're, they're fucking legends in the making, as far as I'm concerned. Mm. Um... Their first album left everyone like, we need more of this. And then they were like, yeah, now we're going away for six years. <laughs> Fuck, man. Um, Way to go. But they came back, and I'm fucking happy they did. And if those six years was what it took to put out this fucking album, fine. I'm not fucking mad about it. They took the tool approach. I, I don't even want to talk about the tool approach anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, what else? It's a mess. This list is a mess. Yeah, I mean, I don't, it's, it's fucking, it's power violence, it's grindcore, oh. it's hardcore, it's fucking, it's everything you fucking want. Um, 
I don't know, man. At this point in the game, if you're not familiar with Magruder Grind, there's kind of an issue. Uh, but if you're not, or if you just haven't heard the new album, guess where you can find it? If I had to guess, I'm going to go with uh, Spotify? That's you a joke. probably could. Yeah, that's a joke. It's Bandcamp, obviously. Yeah, magrudergrind.bandcamp.com. <laughs> Do I have to spell it out for you, silly bitches? <laughs> Get on Bandcamp. Yeah. God damn it. That's right. It's. This is it. This is our number one. This is the pinnacle. This is. I was gonna say. If you've all made it this far with us, I don't see it being wrong. I propose that we. Talk about any of our honorable mentions before we give up our number ones. Okay. All right. Um, I'm not mad about that idea. Um, One of my uh, honorable mentions... Just knock out all of yours at once. We won't Um, do the whole... Yeah, I know. uh, Just talk about the whole group. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Which we've talked about. uh, Oathbreaker Mm -hmm. was honorable mention. Um, One of my ones I was in... Well, it's technically two honorable mentions because I, for the same reason, I could not include them. Um, one was an EP, and that was Full of Hell's Amber Moat in the Black Vault. Right, right. Because it's four songs, five minutes. And I was like, I love Full of Hell. Like, <laughs> goddamn, is that, that's the, the grind I like. Um, it, yeah, it's, it's got elements of death metal, grind, and elements of noise to it at points. Boy, I, th- I think you need a little pig destroyer in your life. Probably. Um, mm. Wait, are you not already a pig destroyer fan? No. What the fuck? Right? You need to go home no, tonight and bro. listen to Terrorizer. All right. Yeah. Like tonight. Yes. All right. Yes. That's. I think I put a Instagram up about that like a month or two ago. There's a. There's someone made this wonderful meme. Is at the Terrifier top. It said or, or Terrorizer. Uh, isn't it terror? Is it? I thought it was terror. I can't fucking remember. But now. yes, anyway, no, seriously, pig destroyer. Someone, uh, the the album cover. I'll pull up a picture for you. But uh, someone posted one of those memes that like that's like perfect girls don't ex. And then there's the picture of the fucking album cover from that. <laughs> uh, yeah, the red album. With yeah, the, yeah. The lady. The lady. Yeah, that's terrifier. That's it. Yeah. I I love I too the, many uh, fucking. There's, too many things. That album is There's a meme where amazing. it's like, it's like my music scares people, and it's like asking Alexandria and stuff like that, <laughs> and then it's like, no, it doesn't, and it's like dying fetus. And... Yeah. No, uh, like, pig we'll continue on. My uh, another one again for the same reason that I couldn't include was the full of hell and nail split. Okay. Like. If I wanted again, to so badly, I know. If That's had, why I made it a mental note to just give them an award for yeah the year. They, Once the again, collabs were unreal. If you haven't noticed, I really like Full of Hell. Do they, you? Yeah. Ever since, uh, it's funny when I first started listening to them, it was their noise stuff. Um, because apparently when they release an album, the first copies also get a a noise tape. That they put together. Okay. I started listening to that stuff, and then I went back and was listening to their like full length albums. Well, I know one day you like is like I I is not technically 
like noise, but no, it has noise elements in it. Right. But even like uh, Full of Hell in general tends to have some noise elements to it, or just oh, it's so fucking hard. It oh, <laughs> it just hits there so it good. It's the pig destroyer. God damn it. <laughs> no, I think we, that's the first thing I'm going to want to do after this episode's over is show you them. All right. Like, unfortunately, we can't just play some music for everyone yet in the episode. But like Not I said, yet. we'll get there. Uh, which, honestly, I don't know. In a top ten with three people that we'd be able to do anyway, it'd be yeah. a fucking... We could do like a multi-parter one year if people are like showing <sighs> yeah. interest in it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see about that one. That that <laughs> sounds like a lot of work. This, um, <laughs> this is when, this is when we're gonna get emails. Like, no bitches. Long enough. Yeah, uh, this is even taking. Lo- I mean, I expected it to be long, but boy. Yeah, that's uh, actually. Uh, Mike, if you would like to go through your. Uh, 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 honorable mentions. Yes. Sure. All right. So remember that band Witchery. Yeah. Yeah, right. I'm real disappointed I couldn't put them on, but I really have like no time with the CD and it, uh, <laughs> I'll come back and talk about that at some point, but pretty much what I've heard from the like a collection of the songs off of In His Infernal Majesty's Service. Yeah. Um it was just it's just solid. It's like kind of in the same way that Iron Reagan is just solid. Yeah. Like it it doesn't take itself too seriously. It's blackened, but it, it just doesn't feel like it's trying to like do anything fancy. It's just cool. I dig that. <laughs> um, uh, Vorvan, I mentioned them earlier. Yes, they're fucking cool. They're definitely doing something that I've always liked, and that's like the more chaotic, broken up, um, just like heavy, sort of hardcore type thing. Um, also, uh, Wolf King. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anal Trump. (laughs) Anal Trump. (laughs) Fucking A. It's on YouTube. It'll take five minutes of your time to listen to 70,000 tracks. It's so good. It's Uh, so fucking funny. I don't want to take... That's not your number one by chance, right? No. Okay, so Alcest. Alcest? Alcest. Kodama. Kodama. Talk about back. a beautiful oh, album. Yeah. Apparently, it just, I don't know, I can't say from beginning to end, but I went and listened to a track off the first album, and that was really good too. So I don't know if the whole oh, thing is good, you, but. Uh, you, they're a band that you need to get more into. Yeah. Like you specifically. I def- I wish listed it yesterday. I'm like, I realized yeah. you're totally right. Like, I just. They're right the fuck up your busy. alley. <laughs> right up your alley. And they've just. Everything I've ever heard from them is stellar. It's almost like Mirker in reverse. They're very, very like uh, pretty, <laughs> like yeah. uh, instrumentation and very dark, li- like very harsh lyrics. So that would be like the contrast. But that was real cool. Venom Prison. Since yeah. we've talked about Wolf Down, Venom Prison deserves the props. That they were another one. They were actually. This is what's so fucking crazy is they were like when I had them on the list. I was debating them somewhere in the top five. The fact that they just, it's, 
It's hard to make these. It's lists. really fucking yeah. hard. You start locking uh, things in the places because they just can't move, and then like you had something somewhere, and it was one of those things. Down. Uh, yeah, I think I had them like one above uh, fucking Wolf Down, but then I looked at what else was up there, and I was like, fuck. Yeah, and I tried to I tried to move them lower, and I was like, I can't take any of these off either. Yeah. So it was very upsetting that I had to leave them off. Uh, but yeah, Animus is an incredible fucking album. I had that playing while I was working at the shop yesterday, and some people walked in. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know. Um, fuck. Okay. Anything else? Yeah. Two more. <laughs> He's got two more pages. <laughs> that is the mic approach. Hey man, uh, do I have two more? Oh, slice the cake, Odyssey to the West. Oh yeah, I that's one we were just listening to recently. Yeah. still haven't had the time it deserves. True, I need. Yeah, I need to give that one more of a listen. So I think it deserves an honorable mention. Yeah, from what I've heard, I agree with you. Um, hopefully it wasn't like two good tracks and then an album full of garbage. We don't know yet, but okay, two more. I swear. Um, three, <laughs> uh, by two I mean three so I'll do it real, real quick Wasteland Walker <laughs> uh, uh, Funeral Winds just fucking cool um, in Frank's area we got Lament the Cityscape and Theologian nice um, Soft Tissue that album's cool I mean to buy that I'm gonna throw money at it you should too last one um, Teeth Grinder the fuck did that just turn into like five no, no, no. He was doing, uh, like, band and album. So. Oh, oh, right, right. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. And uh, I can't keep track of all of these things. Teeth Grinders, Nihilism. Teeth, that is an all. They were another one that popped up where I, I wanted them on the list, but I just already was like, yeah, I can't try to fit something else on here. This year was insane. Oh, my yeah. God. Like, yeah, it was fucking, there were some great albums. I'm just going to go through mine real quick because... If it didn't make it into the top ten, there's a reason for it. But these are still some great fucking albums, things that I really wanted on here. Uh, Dungeon Bastards by Ghoul. (laughs) That's fucking awesome. Uh, Venom Prison, we already mentioned. Uh, Turnstiles, Move Through Me. Oh, yeah. Great fucking EP. Um, Occultocrates, Raspberry Dawn. Um, they were the band I, I mentioned recently that was really weird. It was like Bauhaus meets Bathory. Yeah. yeah. Cool shit. Um, obviously Mirker's Mausoleum, but that got listed. Thank fuck. Mantar, Ode to the Flame. One of was the... Was Mantar this year? Yeah, Ode to the Flame was. Um, killer fucking two-piece. Do metal with a rock and roll vibe to it. Is there anything else? Uh, Lionheart, Love Don't Live Here. If you like tough guy hardcore, that's fucking tough guy hardcore. <laughs> um, there's so many other things I could fucking mention. Like, really, um, the fucking, the new Wastelands album I fucking loved. Yeah. If you're not listening to Wastelands, please do. They're so fucking good. They're so fucking underground, and they so soon. deserve the attention. Yeah, um, they just played yesterday. Oh, uh, maybe that's what I saw. But no, they have other shit coming up. Okay. I couldn't make it to yesterday, but I'm hoping to make it. Uh, I'll I'll check my events and uh, send you invites. If you want to travel up there with me, we can do that. Um, it'd be cool to talk to them, too, after they gave us a shout-out. Yeah. Uh, anything else? 
I mean, fuck, man. It was so crazy. Sick of It All had a new fucking album this year. Uh, Skeleton Witches, The Apothic Gloom was fucking incredible. Sodom put out a new fucking album. There's a new fucking Sodom album. Sorry, with you saying uh, Sick of It All? Yeah. I, uh, every now and again, I look at Bastard Hammer's uh, Facebook. Just because they tend to post funny shit. And they were on, like, this long rant. And someone's like, oh, sounds like you need to listen to Sick of It All. And they're like, nah, hardcore's not for us. If you want unity, join the Navy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I love that band. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so I think we've knocked that out of the way. So, so here it is. Number one. The number one from the three of us. Everybody shout out at the same time. No. I'm just kidding. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> And we'd lose all of our listeners immediately. Just what I'll say is um, my number one is obviously the correct number one. And while this album was mentioned before, it was placed wrong. It's okay. People make mistakes. Um, Number one is full of hell in the bodies. One day you'll ache like I ache. That is my fucking album of this year. So it's from the pits, author and punisher and Mirker of last year. Yeah. Because we all unanimously decided they were just, like, group favorites. Yeah, like, when I started listening to this album, I was like, it it was so unique. You don't have to be a fan of dark ambient or noise or grind to like this album. It helps. (laughs) It does help. I mean, this is real dark. This is, like, kind of unpalatable for the uninitiated. It's, like, the way the album starts off, you get that, like, full health. Flesh work really well, tied say, it all together. It starts off with almost like a full of hell grind, like because it's just that boom, and then just exploding into chaos, <laughs> and then almost like this like it's like grind jazz happening into then this like just doomy helplessness into flesh works, which every time that starts off is. You're like, oh, that's fucking dark. <laughs> but that's maybe my favorite song because... And so I think a lot of people's... Uh, uh, at least look at the comments of Bang at that. I think a lot of people really, despite what... You know I mean? Like, I, I feel like people inherently like rhythm. <laughs> like, eh. I get there's saying. something about that duality, like that really, like... I don't want to say positive, but it's almost like retro. The the, the clip that part. plays, yeah, it reminds me of like a retro, like a '50s commercial or a song or mm-hmm. something. But yeah, it really kind of paints a picture against what's going to happen for the rest of the album. Oh, and then when they do that crazy, it's just some real crazy industrial. Yeah, well, they have crazy industrial bits, and then they have... They give you bits to latch on to, mm-hmm. as far as rhythm, and then well, the yeah. rest of it's just chaos. And You'll have the you'll have a rhythmic drum section, but then you'll have, like, with some that be straight-up noise, um, with the screeching and the hissing and... Or what I always really liked about Author and Punisher, and I think what helps me fall asleep when I listen to them, <laughs> is... That despite the rhythmic nature being really harsh and aggressive and like staticky, there's still something to kind of catch on to mm-hmm. um, throughout the song. So like whether it's the one with the 
the really neat bass drop. Yeah. Or see, it's hard to reference the songs because it's really obscure sounds, but like it gives you sort of something to hold on to while he's just freaking yeah. the fuck out. Uh, yeah. Because it's just panic. It's just, it makes me like, ah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Once Walking again, through if, like a burnout, like zombie infestation. Like, if I can just describe one of the bits of the song reminding me of having my wisdom tooth drilled, yeah. that should tell you right there what you're getting into. Um, I mean, yeah. Right on. We really enjoy it here. <laughs> God damn, it was so fucking good. Yeah, it's certainly a uh, certainly a from the pit favorite. So I'm hoping to shock you guys a little bit with my number one. Okay, uh, I love the fuck out of Skeleton Witches, the Apocalypse Gloom. Fuck yeah! It's oh my like god, close to perfect. It's only like four songs. Only reason it's not on my list. Oh no, it's totally fair. But I, th- those four songs make <clears throat> but, me so happy for what's going to be coming. Oh my skeleton. god, so epic! Uh, I mean, like that, that being said, yeah, Skeleton Witch is already a band that you should be paying attention to. Yes, they're fucking awesome. They've been doing that. They've been really building a fucking name for themselves. Um, it's been like this my fucking daily for EP took shit to a new level for them. As I say, this is their this is them where it's a more mature sound. <laughs> <laughs> it is though. It I is. mean that's not uh that's not even remotely wrong. It's 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 crazy cuz they just I I don't know, man. You have to hear it to really understand what I'm saying. Listen to the listen to the release prior to that and then listen to this and yeah, you it, hear definitely the same band but bringing something very different to the table. It's, it gives uh, that sense of something big happening. Uh, oh, it's yeah. fucking great. It's so good. The perfecting of certain, like, themes going real loose with that one. Like, I guess, like, with Unleash the Archers kind of, like, putting out the, what I call the quintessential, for me, power metal album. Mm -hmm. Like, it just brings it all together and says, here, you do actually kind of like it. You can like it because here, look. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's I kind of feel the exact same way with that Skeleton Witch release where it was just like, look, this is what you liked about all the other albums refined down into four just like flawless songs. And they're catchy. And like you said, they have a very epic, full feel. So I fucking love that album. And I've been listening to it almost daily for a while. Nice. So Fucking A. Um Heavy hitters on this fucking list, guys. But this is where I'm going to pick up Frank's argument. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you're all crazy, and Vector fucking dominated everything this year. <laughs> um, look, man, I can see arguments for both, honestly. Yeah. But uh, my thing with Vector is they took... They did something that I feel almost no other band has truly accomplished. Certainly not to this level in almost 30 years, which was taking thrash and actually moving it forward. And we can make the argument for uh, Nilithia, which is true, but Nilithia was the John Coltrane to Miles Davis. Um, Nilithia is just more sophisticated in that it's faster and it's yeah. it's more technical than Vector thrash normally gets. something different. 
Uh, Vector, Vector totally fucking, without changing it from being a thrash album, brought, they breathed a whole new life into the fucking genre. Um, it's unfortunate that everyone else left, but I have faith in this, I, in the founding member, the guy who's written everything, is still there, and I have a lot of faith in his talent and his fucking passion, um, so I do expect to hear more in the future. I'm excited to see where they go. And I think 10, 15 years down the line, we could be talking about bands um, in relation to Vector the way that we spoke about Car Bomb in relation to Me Sugar earlier tonight. Mm. All right. Yeah, I feel that. That's, you know, uh, granted. Who knows? Who knows what's going to fucking happen? Maybe it'll be a flash in the pan. I've but obviously re- got to put more time into that album. But um, regardless, I do think whether they do more or not, this album alone is enough to inspire a whole new movement in Thrash. And I hope to see it. But Vector's Terminal Redux. <laughs> I don't even need to look because I remember typing it. Uh, anyone else want to? Anyone else want to tell people what the link is? <laughs> now, some along the lines of like vector.bandcamp. Vector.bandcamp.com. That is v- correct, children. V e k t o r. K v e k t o r. Because they're metal. That's how it's spelled in metal. Um, yeah. Fucking Christ, guys! We from the from the time it came. I think it was actually. The first or second <coughs> week that I was involved after we had moved to a podcast format mm-hmm. that I came over, played that shit for you all, and we all just gushed over it. Yeah. Um, listened to, like, half the album before recording. Um, we've been preaching about this and the body in full of hell. I felt like I was pulling fucking teeth with you two. What? Getting you guys to listen to that album you're a right. little. Um, you're not wrong there. You're <laughs> not wrong. Which I guess is fair. I sometimes listen to things that is not like agreeable. You with gotta, it. you gotta get yourself also a little more familiarized with uh, Cryo Chamber as a label. It's just all things you might be into. Yeah, in a way, mm-hmm. like yeah, definitely. Um, that being said, guys. Uh, 2016 was a fucking bizarre year. Indeed. It One was could strange. say a terrible, shitty, awful, horrible year. But <sighs> You could, but I mean, we just spent, what, over an hour? Tom, how long have we I been recording this? two hours. You, uh, you guys are pretty close. Actually, I think you're at your longest podcast right now. You have an uh, hour and 48 minutes. Woo! We've hours spent... 58. So yeah, we've yeah, spent two, two hours. hours talking about just some, just some of the awesome shit that came out. And even when we did our honorable mentions, we all have more <coughs> bands that we really yep. wanted to talk about. Yep. Because <laughs> the releases were ridiculous, but a top 20 is absurd. And a top 15, who the fuck does a top 15? We had to do a top 10. We did the best we fucking could. Um, as quick as we could, really. And we mm-hmm. hope, we hope that you guys will take the time to check out at least just a couple of these bands. I really, we gave you, if you're not already familiar with it, fucking like three months worth of listening, <laughs> listening yeah, material. And to be to fair, that. we didn't, like we said, 
cross-reference our lists. We didn't note check. We were legitimately happy when like other people mentioned things we wanted to yes. talk about. So like, yeah, if you're feeling like extra fucking lazy, take the things that we all mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the body and full of hell, Vector, Mirker. Uh, those three alone will give you three very different listening experiences. Yeah. But, you know, there's just... There's so many good things to listen to, guys. And as much as... Uh, take take something fucking positive out of that fucking shit show of a year. Take something. Hopefully we can help provide that for you. That's what we're here for. Um, not with the list, but with... As far as uh, good music in 2017, um, Unleash the Archers. I, I, I feel like I was trying to work a way to talk about them in two. <laughs> uh, Unleash the Archers is done their like tracking for the new album. It's pretty much they're taking a little break and then they're you know planning for the release, which then also hopefully mean a tour around our area. Um, Despite everything we just talked about, I've got Unleash the Archer stuck in my head right now. Oh, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I haven't listened to a shitload of them the past couple weeks. So. Get you so pumped. Um, it does. I've been listening to them and playing Diablo 2. Nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. I had a, my fucking level 77 necromancer got PK'd, so I got it. Yeah. No. It's all right. I'm already back up to 55. Um, Can't hold a good necro down. <laughs> so... On the note of tours, uh, was it January 7th, um, Entombed AD, Full of Hell, Turban North. Oh, my God. At Kung Fu Naktai. Yeah. Oh, um, fuck. I did. I am going to that show. Oh, uh, Saturday. Uh, the Full of Hell one, because I, I don't want to miss Full of Hell. <laughs> like, Okay. I, I can't. I, I'm going to be at a different show. I, think, I know. I think I will talk about that one when you are done. Uh, I know also um, in February, bodies rolling into town. So I'm uh, at this moment kind of like, ah! <laughs> there are so many things coming up. Um, I kind of lost my mind doing this list. Yeah. So... I don't have any of them on hand. Uh, I will make sure that next week when we come in, I have I have taken note of all of the upcoming events in the area because there's just some really cool bands coming through. And uh, even if you're not local, uh, if we mention a tour, there's a good possibility it's going to come your way at some point. Mm-hmm. So look into shit, man. Uh, <coughs> Yeah, I, I bought my ticket for the Full of Hell. That's awesome. I keep calling it the Full of Hell show, even though they're not the headliner. <laughs> oh, hey, man. it's I get that. I've done that. But if I've you gone are to... local next Saturday, we do have another show. Yeah? Yeah. This upcoming Saturday? Yeah, the 7th. This Saturday, not next Saturday. Wait, when is the Full of Hell show? The 7th. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the 7th. Um, At Harper's. Is Garland Green's uh, record release? Oh shit! Fuck! All oh, right. Yeah, it's got myself, my enemy, Garland Green, Threat to Society, Wraith, and Super Freak. Oh god damn it! So, um, I will be at that one. Frank will be at the other one. I we know there's also uh, no, there's also a couple Bad Luck Thirteen Riot Extravaganza shows coming up soon. Um, 
So if you're tired of life, make sure you, you look into that and go to one of those. Because um, you might not walk out. Ooh. I've I've spotted something in Did, the distance. Yeah, man. It's about goddamn time. I know. <laughs> uh, we had I think there were some breakdowns or something, but it's okay. <laughs> oh god. Bam. <laughs> we are approaching the destination. I do believe it is time to undo our seatbelts. Good night, ladies. Happy 2017, bitches.